Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. No for D.C. and a second request for National Guard help with thousands of migrants. I'm Mike Marilla. We're learning more about how a school counselor arrested on sex crime charges remained employed. I'm Scott Gelman. Another guilty plea in last year's hazing death of Adam Oaks of Loudoun County. I'm Dick Oleano. Wall Street tanked in Monday trading. At the closing bell, the Dow was off 644 points. This CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by NHTSA. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. Former President Trump's lawyers are asking a judge to stop the FBI from examining materials that the agent seized from his home two weeks ago. He wants a so-called special master to be appointed to oversee review of the documents. CBS's Robert Costa is in West Palm Beach, Florida. It's still unclear why the former president and his lawyers waited in this two-week period to come up with this legal strategy. Based on our reporting at CBS News, there has been deliberation in Trump's circle about how exactly to move forward legally and politically. From drought to downpour, heavy rain is causing some flooding in Texas. Torrential rain has been falling across North Texas after a prolonged drought. Many roads have been flooded in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. Motorist Stephanie Carroll was among the many who had to be rescued from high water. I was just panicking because I just wanted to get, away, get out of my car and get out of the water. I wanted to get my car out of the water, but it's clearly gone. Flash flood warnings and watches are posted across North Texas and parts of Oklahoma, Louisiana, Arkansas, and Mississippi. Jim Crisula, CBS News. There was a deadly attack over the weekend near Moscow. A bomb destroyed a car owned by a prominent advisor to Russian President Vladimir Putin. The advisor's adult daughter was killed in the explosion. More on the fallout now from CBS's Charlie Daggett. President Zelensky has warned that Russia might be planning something particularly nasty to spoil Independence Day celebrations in revenge. Six months after trying to capture the capital itself, probably not the Victory Day Parade President Putin had hoped for. CBS News has learned that the Department of Justice is opening a civil rights investigation into the beating of a man by three law enforcement officers in Arkansas. CBS's Nikki Batiste says the man attacked the officers who were responding to reports of a man making threats outside a convenience store. He faces several charges in this case, including terroristic threatening. I believe it was about and beyond um, what the officers were trained to do and what they should have done in that situation. Worcester's lawyer says she filed a separate use of force complaint against Deputy Levi White back in 2019 for another client. 
Two of the officers have been suspended. The others on administrative leave. A South D uh, Dakota Government Ethics Board says it now has enough information to conclude that Governor Christine Noem may have engaged in misconduct when she intervened in her daughter's application for a real estate appraiser's license. The Government Accountability Board says that information could allow it to take what it calls appropriate action against the Republican governor. Hasn't said just what that action might be, however. This is CBS News. Join us for the Autism Speaks Walk and discover a community of friendship and support. With every step you take, you are creating a world where all people with autism can reach their full potential and ensure that Autism Speaks continues to advance autism research, ensure access to support services, and increase understanding and acceptance. Together, we can make a lasting difference. Visit AutismSpeaks.org backslash walk. WTOP at 303. Good Tuesday morning, August 23rd, 2022. We are looking at a mostly sunny day today. Less humid. The high about 87 before we're done. 69 you're waking up to this early hour right now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. We do indeed thank you for taking us along for your Tuesday morning ride. Topping the local stories we are looking at for you as we head into this day together, the Pentagon is once again this week turning down D.C.'s request for help with dealing with the thousands of migrants being bussed to the city. After a first request was turned down, D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser said she would send a more specific request to the Pentagon. Well, it appears that strategy resulted in the same response, a note from Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin. The request comes as Texas and Arizona bus migrants to the city in protest of President Biden's lifting of a pandemic-era order that allowed the U.S. to not allow migrants migrants to enter the country. Austin cited concerns with putting uniformed military members in direct contact with migrants to provide food, sanitation, and other support, saying troops are not trained to do that. He also encouraged the city to continue to work with non-government groups to address the issue. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Elzer says we are going in a statement this week. We're going to move forward with our planning to ensure that when people are coming through D.C. on their way to their final destination, that we have a humane setting for them. Stay tuned. Another fraternity brother, the sixth one, actually, is now pleading guilty in last year's hazing death of a Loudoun County teen. Adam Oates was a freshman at VCU, Virginia Commonwealth University, when he died from alcohol poisoning. Adam Oakes died of ethanol toxicity in February 2021. Benjamin Corrado of Ashburn is the sixth former member of the fraternity Delta Chi to plead guilty to misdemeanors in Adam Oakes's death. Unlawful student hazing and, in Corrado's case, buying alcohol for a person under 21. Eleven people were indicted last September by the grand jury. VCU has expelled the Delta Chi fraternity. Adams' death gave rise to Adams' law, which requires anti-hazing training at Virginia colleges and universities. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. WTOP News time now, 3.05. In other news, this early morning, we're learning more here at WTOP about how a Fairfax County school counselor remained employed after being convicted of soliciting prostitution from a minor back in 2020. Chesterfield County Police say they sent three emails to former Superintendent Scott Braybrand to alert him that Glasgow Middle School counselor Darren Thornton was arrested and charged with soliciting prostitution from a minor. But the department didn't notice until Monday that none of the emails were ever sent. WTOP obtained copies of the three emails and learned that all of them were sent to faulty email addresses. 
Police say they called the school system for Bray Brand's email address, but they don't have a record of who they spoke to. The police department says it called Fairfax County to inform them of Thornton's more recent June arrest and that there have been follow-up calls between police and the school system's safety and security director. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. Superintendent Michelle Reed says the school system has launched an investigation into this matter. WTOP at 3.06 Tuesday morning. It's been a different kind of start to the school year at American University where students came back to picket signs and striking workers. About 500 clerical, technical, and academic staffers in all want higher salaries. 90% of their union members voted to go on strike after they said the school withheld their annual merit raises as part of the negotiation. School administrators' final offer is a 2.5% raise across the board with an average of about 1.5% merit-based raise. Amanda Kleinman is an academic coach. We don't feel that that equitably meets the needs of our staff. The union is asking for a 9% raise over two years, which Kleinman hopes will help keep more staff around. It makes it really challenging to offer top-notch student services when you're so severely short-staffed. Ultimately, it's the students and the faculty that suffer. Google WTOP News. In a recent letter, a AU provost, Peter Starr, has said their final offer marks the school's biggest pay hike in close to a decade. WTOP at 307, an update on traffic and weather coming right up. The WTOP app is your one touch for news, traffic, and weather information on the go. And it's Apple CarPlay and Android Auto enabled. Listen